You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. First of all, I feel like feelings, they're like waves. When, I, when, you're, when I'm feeling something, I have to feel it. So if I'm sad, if sadness is walking on the knocking on the door, pushing sadness away will make it bang on the door. So if I'm like, oh, oh, this is uncomfortable, just let go, let it come in, let it sit down for a second, and then the freaking thing leaves. But you cannot pretend it's not there. So when you are in a rut, be in a rut. Be like knee deep in a rut. I think like when you don't feel like doing anything, like give yourself a chance to feel all of that. Like don't ignore it or don't push it away, but then just know you cannot stay there forever. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. It's me, Roscoe, founder and host of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you want to try a free trial, go to the website builtforthestage.com or simply click the link in the description of this episode. Special thanks to our producing team, the Broadway Podcast Network. You can check them out at bpn.fm. All right. We got an exciting episode, as always. Actually, have built, uh, not built for the stage. Uh, Broadway <laughs> Podcast Network family in the house. Uh, Broadway actress, podcast host, uh, coach, just extraordinaire. Please welcome Salisha Thomas. Hi, Salisha. Hi. What's up? That was so nice. I'm like, oh my goodness. <gasps> you, Thank you. <laughs> You know, you're all already one of my favorite uh, people in the world because there's certain people that, you know, no matter what kind of day you're having, you can guarantee that certain people will always like make you smile, make you feel good. And, and you're doing that for me on this Tuesday. So thank oh you so gosh. much. Oh my gosh, you're literally making me blush right now. Like what the heck? <laughs> I'm excited. Where are you right now? I'm down here in Sarasota, Florida, actually. Come through. Come on, Florida. I know. I was just chatting with uh, Patrick, one of our uh, Broadway Podcast Network team members, that I get to see the uh, Camelot concert from the Oslo Theater. And um, I think yeah. Brittany Coleman was one yes. of your guests. Yeah, she's uh, playing Guinevere. And um, that I is just so cool. 
Yeah, I just interviewed Alex Grayson, who's Lancelot, um, and I can't wait to see it. Oh, that is so cool. Theater is happening. What? Like with I, real actors in them? Like I know, live theater. Can you believe it? Dear God, let's keep going in that direction. <laughs> right? Yeah, they, they've told me that, you know, they've had enough COVID tests for the whole the whole country. Like they're just oh. taking tests on the daily. It's like, oh, we're back from our 10, uh, 10 minute break or 10. Okay. Another COVID test. Here we oh go. my gosh. That's amazing. That's yeah, good yeah, though. Yeah. That would keep, that would make me feel safe. No. Yeah. They, they, uh, they've said that they've gone, you know, above and beyond to, to make sure everyone's safe and feeling comfortable, um, during good. rehearsals and whatnot. So yeah, they open on Wednesday. Um, oh, so cool. For everyone listening, March 18th. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have Salisha here, everyone listening. Uh, you might have seen her in Beautiful on uh, Broadway. And I really am excited to talk about you were going to, you were slated, or maybe you already started rehearsing, I don't know, Once Upon a, a One More Time, the Britney Spears musical. The tell freaking me, tell Britney me. Spears musical. <laughs> tell like, me, first tell of me. All, I love Britney. I will always love Britney until I die. I, when I heard there was a Britney Spears musical, I was like, um, I'm sorry, what? Yes. Yes, please. And we um we definitely started rehearsals. We were in, we were 11 days in before everything shut down, like literally a year ago, a year and a day or two ago. Ah. Oh. Ah, ah. Um, it was long enough for us to like finish act one and long enough for me to decide that this is a good show. Hallelujah. Cause you never know when you start a new show. Yeah. I was uh, skeptical when I, when I heard, I was like, Oh no way. No, really? Oh really? And you know what? Honestly, it's, it is so girl power. It is so like, I feel empowered. It's one of those that if I wasn't in it, I would be in the front row <laughs> watching the show. It's really like, I felt like it was something that was needed before the pandemic. And so now like Brittany, all the stuff with her in the news, I'm like, free Brittany. Like <laughs> it's so, it's relevant. It actually needs to happen now. So it, it's her what life story? Is it like a what is what is it about? Well, it's actually no. It's just her music. It's a different storyline set to her music. Oh, um, yeah. Like if you love her music, it's like every I was. I was wanting like the Britney drama goods. Like I was. I'm wanting all the the dish. I wanted to show up and then just go through all of it. I mean, honestly, not a bad idea. But like, where would it end if it was her life story? Like, she's still like in the thick of it right now. Um, it's like this, there's these. Pri okay, I've never had to sum it up before, so this might be messy. Okay. 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 Yes. Okay. So there's these princesses and they're all a part of like, they go to work and they like, oh, I'm Snow White and I'm in a storybook and this is the part that I play. They, they know their roles and it's like, uh, you see like the backs, it's almost like looking at a, you're like at Disneyland, but they are, they've been, um, living their stories for so long because that's what they felt like they were supposed to. And then they realize, wait, we don't have to do this old story just because some old guy wrote this so long ago. Like we can rewrite our own story. Like <laughs> let's 
freaking like make history and <laughs> and they mix it up and shatter ceilings and like find their strength you're right this is beyond relevant to our current times we, <laughs> we need to i don't know we we got to make this happen Forget Chicago and and get you down to Sarasota, Florida, I guess, to do this show. <laughs> that would be awesome. Like, I have no idea what's going to be happening with it. So fingers crossed that one day there's an email in my inbox. That you're still doing it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but also, though, just like in general, just broad, like anything coming back on Broadway is. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And, you know, and the. The vaccines are trickling in, so hopefully they just keep pouring in and we get this thing efficiently done so we can right. get it going. Have you gotten um, a vaccine yet? I have not. I'm I'm not on the the eligible list right now. There's there's lots of older people here in Sarasota, as you as you might know, and um, right, right. <laughs> they they uh, rightfully so are are getting their doses first. Good, 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 good. That's good. Um, let's segue into your podcast on BPN, Black Hair in the Big Leagues. All and right. I, ha- I have to I have to say your intros were very like inspiring to me because I can be a little laid back or too too laid back, I guess. And my intros can get a little nonchalant, maybe. And when I was listening to yours, I was like, oh, Salisha, she brings it. Like, I want to listen now. I want to listen. So oh. I I tried to be a little better with my intro. I don't know if you were impressed or not, but I really tried to bring it. I there. thought it was great. You really <laughs> made me feel like I am so excited to be your guest today. And that is, to me, like, as a guest, it makes a difference. And he, okay, so here's the thing. Like, it is so weird doing something just because I want to do it. Like, the my this podcast... Um, Black Hair in the Big Leagues is one of the first things that I've ever gotten to do that it's not for anybody else. I'm not working for anybody. It's whatever I want to... I'm the boss. <laughs> I'm just... I don't have to impress anybody. It's... I started it for me, like really because I was feeling so disconnected from the industry. And so I'm like, I need an excuse to talk to my friends, like to reach out to people and we like have meaningful conversations, like grabbing coffee it feels good to like meet one-on-one, even just talking to you right now. Like that to me feels good. And it was like in the thick of the pandemic when I started recording and I was like, oh, this is really healing. And so I called up people who I want to talk to. There are like, I've interviewed a whole lot more people than episodes have aired. I call up people who I'm like, you're a good person. (laughs) (laughs) give me some of your energy. Like there are people who would be great on my show, but like I've heard that they're not nice. I'm too scared to talk to them. (laughs) (laughs) So everybody who I talk to is people who I'm like genuinely so in awe of or so inspired by or just in love with, or I really want to know what their hair journey is. Like, and so (laughs) when it comes to their intro, it's like, I'm just telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, give us a little bit of background about uh, the podcast, maybe the guests, if there's like a running uh, theme. I-, I know personally, but I want you to be able to have the space to just share with uh, our listeners about what your podcast is all about. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, well, <laughs> like, thank you all so much. It's okay. So Black Hair in the Big Leagues, but it's like BIPOC. I had my first non-Black um, 
guest the other day. She's Egyptian American and I learned so many things, but most of the time I have um, artists of color on and I say big leagues just in case if Michelle Obama ever wanted to stop by. Do you know? <laughs> I don't want well, her to feel excluded. Mich Michelle listens to our podcast weekly, so she probably heard and not, no, I was just kidding. <laughs> I feel like, Michelle, hey girl. I'll, I'll write, I'll write a uh, snail mail letter to her and we'll see what we can do. Maybe it'll get to her and, and she'll know to be a guest on your podcast. That would literally be a dream come true. Like what it is, is their dressing room conversation. So when I was in the dressing room at Beautiful, the Carol King musical, we would talk about all sorts of things, but Every time, like we would talk about hair a lot. And it's actually one of the reasons why I decided to go natural. My hair has always been like straightened or I'd always wear a wig and all the girls were talking about their curls and I felt left out. I'm like, ah, I want to be a part of this conversation. So I stopped putting heat on my hair and I started and I chopped it off. Oh, I felt so ugly, but I was at least part of the conversation backstage. <laughs> <laughs> so like that was part of my hair journey, but we're talking about hair, but what I realized quickly is that, and that I innately knew is talking about hair for people of color is a gateway to how we're showing up in the world on and off the stage, backstage, on stage, like, uh, like, and being black, like, and we're not trying to like, like get something across. No, we're just saying our own experiences and telling yeah. stories and sharing and, and, um, one thing I was not expecting in doing this was like when I made the podcast, I really just wanted answers of what do I do with all this texture on my head? And so I'm like, let me call up all my curl crushes, which Brittany Coleman is one of them. I'm like, her curls are perfect. What do you do? I didn't realize that more than just like black girls would be listening. Like, I just am like, well, first of all, it's for me to get my, my questions answered. I'm not the expert. I'm asking who I feel like are the experts. And I'm sure other like young black girls will want to listen. And <laughs> after I put it out into the world, I was like really shocked about all the white people <laughs> <laughs> saying like, I love your podcast. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? What? And I realized like, it really isn't just for black people. Like if you love theater, like we are talking about a whole lot of different shows and like sometimes the stuff that you're not supposed to say, like when you're in a show, but we're in a pandemic, like literally no one has anything to lose. Like <laughs> <laughs> we're telling the truth. So it's like, it's for theater lovers. It's for like people who, if you're ever curious about like, the black people in your life, but you're afraid to ask the questions. We're talking about all the things. So you can just like be a fly on the wall and then you don't have to ask <laughs> or you can like, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes people like will ask me tough questions and I'm glad that they do because I welcome them. And I know that like every black person is different. Sometimes people are like, go to Google. Hello. <laughs> um, but I love those questions and and so I always try to answer people when they like slip into my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, if you want to slip into uh, Salisha's DMs, it's Salisha. Uh, the branding here is just amazing. It's at Salisha Thomas. And yeah. I don't say that sarcastic. I mean that. I love me a good branding through line, you know, like. The name, the email, the Instagram, like, I'm like, you go, girl, you go. Oh my gosh, I love you. You're so, so great. <laughs> you, if, uh, if you're listening, you can uh, look at uh, Salisha's handle in the description of this episode and make sure you give her a follow. I just saw this like viral IGTV video of you from the Bloomberg newsroom or something. Tell, uh-huh. me, about, tell me about that. Well, I was saying the same thing. I was like, oh, these people want to interview me. Okay, whatever. Like, it's cool. I love interviews. And they're like, can we film in your home? I'm like, really? Oh, sure. Uh, And can we film you in Times Square? I'm like, oh, this is like a moment. Literally, (laughs) when they called me up, I was like, great. So what angle are you going for? What do you need? Do you need like struggling actress or do you need thriving? (laughs) They're like, just be yourself. I'm like, cool. Um, And they just wanted to cover like different perspectives of people who are affected during this pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I definitely am one of them. I was talking about how I've never had a plan B before. I've never needed one. Thank the Lord. And like the first time needing one is because Broadway doesn't exist. Like what in the world? It's something that I've never had to think about before. And I am grateful. I can't believe this. This is only a hindsight thing. When Beautiful closed in 2019, I was so sad. I was so heartbroken. Like, But I had three months to say goodbye. And and then I got a taste of what it felt like to be unemployed. And I'm and I'm grateful for that because if my first time being unemployed was during this pandemic, that is a shock. Uh, that would be a shock to the system, like straight up. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of gratitude there that I didn't see while, you know, like... Yeah, absolutely. Um, I never. How have you gone about going forward, around, above, under this pandemic? How is it, you know, any lessons learned or any like, what can you share about your experience that might be helpful, insightful? I don't know. Honestly, like, of course, the whole focus has been stay healthy, want my loved ones to be healthy. Um, But then there's a whole other aspect of this pandemic, which has been a huge blessing. Like when I was doing beautiful for four or five years on tour and on Broadway, like 
I had no reason to explore my other hobbies because I was so, I was like, I made it, whatever that means. I'm in the ensemble of a show. I'm like so happy. And I didn't realize like there's so much more out there. I like all of the different, like I have a blog and now I have a podcast. I actually have two podcasts, but my other one is very low key. It's like <laughs> I tell Bible stories. I'm like, okay. And then this happened and then this happened. Now you guys might want to double check me. It's fun to explore all the things that I've always wanted to. Like I'm finally doing voiceover work and commercials and I've, I just never had a reason to do that before. And now is the perfect time. It's like, if there's ever anything that you wanted to explore before, there is no excuse to not start it now. Yeah. Period. Some people that um, I know, just from the Bill for the Stage family, I train only performers, basically. So I have the uh, privilege, but also like the mm, saddening or heartbreaking uh perspective of hearing all these stories and all these like people going through it. A lot of the time it's like they know that they have that time or they know that like, oh, now's the time to do it. But they're in such like a rut that they just can't, you know, muster up what's inside of them to be free enough to do it. Did you just instantly start your podcast and everything else, your blog, and you have a coaching business too? Yeah, yeah. Let's get to that in a second. Sorry to take us off on that tangent, but like, how did you like get that one foot to step forward and then the next foot to step forward? Right. I, I think you're even saying it. First of all, I feel like feelings, they're like waves. When I, when you're, when I'm feeling something, I have to feel it. So if I'm sad, if sadness is walking on the knocking on the door, pushing sadness away will make it bang on the door. So if I'm like, oh, oh, this is uncomfortable, just let go, let it come in, let it sit down for a second, and then the freaking thing leaves. But you cannot pretend it's not there. So when you are in a rut, be in a rut. Be like knee deep in a rut. I think like when you don't feel like doing anything, like give yourself a chance to feel all of that. Like don't ignore it or don't push it away, but then just know you cannot stay there forever. And I feel like small progress, snail moving project progress is big progress. Like Tony Robbins talks about Kaizen, which is um, small, minute, Changes consistently over time equals huge, colossal changes. So even if you just take one baby step in a direction, if you're like, usually I watch six hours of Netflix. Today, I'm going to watch five. Literally, something like that, and you keep making progress like that, you will get stuff done. You will. Baby steps, not beating yourself up. For baby steps, it adds up. It, it does. Yeah. So, and I think like when you have small victories, it feels good and it makes you want to do more of it. It's like if you're like, I'm going to go to the gym, but only for five minutes because I really don't feel like working out. <laughs> Once you get there, you're like, I mean, I'll just do one more lap. 
it is easier to do that, but you got to show up. Yes, this is such a fitness parallel as well, because I was just going to take it to the fitness side, but you already beat me to it, which is great because fitness is just that it's repeated small actions over and over that will eventually lead, you know, to a big result. And that's, I think the, the, I always say the first two weeks are the most difficult because your body's like fighting what you're doing because it does it's not natural or it's not ingrained into your uh, habitual self yet. But if you can just get past that two week barrier, then it just starts. You get into this groove and you start flowing. And so I'm so glad you brought that up because I think it'll be a huge encouragement for everyone listening. Yeah, it's like when you. When it, yeah, like it really does make a difference. And I know this is like actually talking about actual fitness, but during this pandemic, I, I started working out not because I'm like, oh, I want to get ripped, but I realized like when you do six shows a week or you're in rehearsal, going to work, you are running a marathon, you are working out and going from that lifestyle to sitting on the couch is like, I still have the same amount of energy and now it's not doing anything except turning into anxiety. Like I have to get up and do something with the, I have so much energy. A lot of performers do. So to channel that into anything creative or to actual exercise, you can turn it into something beautiful since it wasn't since it's not going to where it would have been before. I don't know, you know? Yeah, no, 100%. I was telling my friend uh, Zach yesterday, we worked out and it's the first time I lifted my heart rate for a, quite a bit and got uncomfortable. And I was like, oh, I'm alive again. You know, like <laughs> I feel yeah. alive. And there's also that bit of fitness where like you are going through a trial and you want to give up. We were doing four minute intervals of a particular thing and when the two minute mark was hitting in the midst of the four minutes, I was like, uh, I want to phone it in or I want to give up, but I pushed through. And it's things like that on your day to day when you're doing workouts and practicing fitness that you're also strengthening your mind that like, oh, I was doing something difficult. I wanted to give up and I didn't. And then, you know, when you're in quote unquote, your real life and you're going through something difficult, you can kind of fall back to that fitness experience and say, you know, like I do hard things and I keep pushing forward Yes, and I, and I can do it in this circumstance as well. Honestly, you just mentioned the mind and I feel like that is the secret. That is the secret sauce. A lot of the books I've been reading lately They're not about actual, like, how strong are you? How talented are you? No, it's like, uh uh-uh. It all starts up here. It all starts in the mind. I remember when I was in New York, I mean, I'm visiting in California right now. When I was in my studio apartment in New York City, I was like, dad, I'm losing my mind. He was like, well, how would you feel if you were on a cruise ship right now and you were quarantined in your tiny little bunker. That'd be worse, huh? You couldn't take walks or anything. I'm like, dang. He's like, it's all perspective. It is all perspective. I remember being on Broadway being like, am I going to make enough money to pay my mortgage? And I still have the same amount of money, but I don't feel worried. What's the difference? How is that? It's all, it's in the mind and what you think manifests into real life. I think that sounds so crazy, but it's true. And it sounds like nuts and nonsense until you 
figure it out and live it, then it's like, oh yeah, it all starts in the mind. Everything. Mm. Mm. Think and Grow Rich is one of my favorite books. I read that three times last year. Game changer. What what was one uh what was one big takeaway from it that you live by daily? Oh my gosh. I think it's I don't even know if it says this word. I if I hold on. Perception. If I had the book in front of me, the whole thing is highlighted. Mm-hmm. But I think this what's stuck into my subconscious is something that all these other mind books are talking about too. It's you have to believe. I literally feel like I'm talking to you about a Christmas carol right now, like believing in Santa. But no, like for real, when you believe something is possible, it's like all of the unseen molecules in the world agree with you. They just start getting into alignment and help you make whatever dream or goal you have come to pass. If you actually believe that it can happen, Boom. What, okay, here's an actual takeaway. Like that was like built into my subconscious from reading that book. But I remember in Think and Grow Rich, it talks about, okay, you have a big goal, a big dream. And it seems impossible at first. And the more you focus on it, the more you put thought into it. Uh, suddenly, it's like the yellow brick road. You start to be able to like see a plan of how that impossible dream could actually play out. Like when I was little, I want to be on Broadway. That sounds very far-fetched. I'm from the middle of nowhere. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, maybe I could major in it. Maybe I could start auditioning. Maybe I should move to New York where there are more auditions. Maybe I need an agent. Like, okay, how do I get an agent? Oh, maybe I should get a referral. Like all of a sudden, this big, faraway dream has actionable steps. It's the same with fitness. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. It's like th- this episode's fire and it's all because of you. Um, <laughs> and you. Because with uh, like we were saying before about those small little repeated steps, it's the same with anything. It's like, like you said, yes, I want to be on Broadway. It sounds so grand and, you know, far-fetched and whatever. But yeah. if you just start putting... It, it's the same with resolutions. People make these resolutions, but they're really just wishes. Yeah. Yes. And if they would just line up the steps and commit to the steps, like you were talking about as far as making it to Broadway, yeah. then before you know it, you have that opportunity to make that big grandioso thing actually come to fruition. And, you know, at first it might seem like there's no way this can happen. There's no way you can save up that much money when you're making nothing. There's no way you can do whatever. But just like meditating on it for a little bit, the answers will start to reveal themselves to you. And it might be one step at a time. It might be like, you can't see 10 steps down the road, but you can just take this next step and then see where that leads. I, that has been a big help yeah. for me, I think. Amazing. I just mentioned meditating. That was, has been such a game changer for me this last year. Do you meditate at all? Yeah, I'm, I'm admittedly 
not great. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think a, a, a part of the meditation journey is about like, um, you know, being, giving yourself grace. And like, if you fall out to be like, yeah. it's okay, come right back, you know, come back in. It's okay. if you. Uh, so I, I fall out, a, you know, a little bit more than I want to. <laughs> I mean, and I think that's totally normal. I fall out all of the time, but the times that I actually am able to quiet my mind, that's when all my best ideas come. And sometimes like if I'm able to do that just in life, I don't even have to be sitting, meditating. I can be taking a walk, doing the dishes, but I just have to turn off the TV and turn off the radio and be with my thoughts and just like quiet my mind. Oh my gosh. Like literally I was lucid dreaming and I woke up in the middle of the night and was like, black hair, the big leagues. That's what my podcast is going to be called. Let's go. Like, I don't know if that's actually a good idea, but that's what it is. <laughs> that's what I went with. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> Fabulous. All right. So Alicia, that's going to be it for our episode today. But like, I want to have like a part two, three, four, and five of this, of this episode. Um, You're so fun. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you so much. So thanks for your time. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was great. So fun. All right, everyone. That was Salisha Thomas. Thanks again uh, to her. Make sure you go check out her podcast on BPN Black Hair in the Big Leagues. You can find that at bpn.fm. And uh, you can just type that in or type her name in and that search will bring you right to her podcast. Once again, I'm Joe Roscoe with Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you want to try a free trial, just click that link in the episode description and we'll be on our way to not just working out, but interacting with a coach one-on-one, messaging back and forth, submitting uh, videos for maybe a technique critique if you'd like or the mental side of things. We're here for you for whatever you need. So until next time, thanks again. Later. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.